0: Welcome to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast. My name is Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. And I am your host. We are on episode 90. And today we're going to talk about having permission to feel our feelings. So this is something that actually came up in conversation with uh, someone that I am coaching who I adore. And um, she had listened to an episode from last year, and it was talking all about really uh, being in the present moment of experiencing your journey and not the destination, which I feel like is a very cliche saying, and because it's cliche, I think we sometimes can miss the point of what that actually means, Um, because what, what I have found is we move through life with the end goal in mind, whatever that may be, getting the house making six figures, leaving the job, becoming a mother, uh, decluttering, (laughs) losing weight, whatever it is that we're so fixated on this end goal that we're really missing the point, which is really the journey of it. Because what can happen is we get to that end goal and we still feel bad you know we're still frustrated we're still lacking our presence we we still don't feel the joy that we expected to be at the end of the journey right at the at the destination so it's really kind of got me thinking you know from having this discussion with her and expanding on this idea a little more it makes me wonder if um we have created a fear Around the experience and allowing ourselves to feel the feelings that we have, but almost it's like we've attacked it in a different angle. Because I feel like there's a lot of uh, research and finding and discussion, and I talk about this a lot. That we, we meaning my generation, I'm on the cusp of millennial and Gen X, whatever wherever I am with that. but regardless, like we have been raised to not feel feelings. You know, when someone's crying, you say, stop crying. How can I make it better? If, if someone, if your child's angry throwing a temper tantrum, you try and make it stop. Like all the negative emotions, you try and stop in a bad way by pushing it down. But are we, through personal development, creating a feeling? fear around experiencing negative emotions by saying like, you know, law of attraction, manifestation, you have to have high vibrations. And this is all stuff I talk about too. But then I also don't talk about how important I believe it is to move through the feelings that you're feeling. Meaning you have to allow yourself to have the space to have the feelings that you're feeling. It's a matter of not allowing your emotions to become your experience, especially those negative emotions, it's about what do we do with those emotions? What do we do afterwards? That's really going to define your experience. And I kind of had this revelation when I um, experienced something with my son this week that something happened um, in in a public setting with um, a professional person. In our lives, who we see often, and um, it really wasn't a big deal to be honest. Like he, he was my son was angry, um, and when he's angry, he shuts down, meaning like he will not respond to you. He, it's very typical. Like I'm grouchy, and I know you're saying hi to me, but I'm too angry to say hi back. And um, this other professional person, he uh, leaned forward to try and uh, make him laugh, you know, and my son was not receptive to that and pushed him away the entire incident wasn't a big one. It wasn't like this appalling, oh my gosh. It was very subtle. As a parent, I see this as something I need to address with my son because here's the thing. He could get angry at somebody else and push them and they could like fall and hit their head. It could be someone who's maybe not as large, right? Who who would possibly fall over, whatever it is. The point is I can have a son thinking, it's okay to be angry and respond that way. So again, you're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to not speak back to people. You're not allowed to push them. So I decided to have my son go home and write an apology note to this person. My son, who can barely write his name because he's very young, he's only pre-K, I made him write a note that said, I'm sorry for pushing you and go back to this office the next day and give it to this man. And it was one of those parenting moments that was so hard to find my own strength to make sure my son followed through with this because he did not want to follow through with it. (laughs) But my lesson and what I explained to him was you're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to have all of the feelings that you have. You're not allowed to push people. And here's the other thing. We all make mistakes. We are human. We say things and we do things in our negative emotions outwardly or inwardly. To ourselves, to things around us, in our negative states, that are bad decisions, that they're they're imperfect because we're human and it's okay, like it's okay that you ended up pushing in response to something that made you angry. Is it okay to do it all the time? No, and that's why we're trying to learn not to do that. But what you do afterwards is what defines you as a person. You know, because he kept saying, I'm a bad boy. I pushed him. I'm a bad boy. I'm like, no, you're not. It it wasn't a great decision. But what defines you as a person is what you do after you made that decision. You know, are you going to continue to make that kind of decision? Or are you going to take accountability for your actions and say, I'm sorry, even though it's really hard to do that? So in this experience, it, it just had me realizing that you have to recognize that it's what you do with or after you experience those emotions that's really going to define your experience in life. Because all of our experiences are going to be filled with grief, with sadness, with frustration, with some resentment. We can't avoid having those feelings. And I think that's where we need to recognize, you know, they're, they're, So many people I hear, whether you're considered an optimist or you're just working on your personal development, um, it's almost like this convoluted way of being like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And, uh, you know, like, I just need to find my gratitude. No, like you can be pissed off about it. It's about allowing yourself to... I, I was having another conversation with someone who's going through some trials right now. And she was like, I'm realizing it's okay to sit in the suck. But it's also okay to to just move through this with love and know that this is a part of my experience. And that's exactly it. It's about recognizing like it's okay to be upset about things, to feel frustrated, to feel that grief. But to not hang on to it and have it become your experience. Because if if you're not allowing yourself to move through all of those different emotions, where do you think they go? They all of our emotions are if you want to come back to talking about frequency and vibrations and energy, every emotion holds different energy. You can physically feel it like think about how your body feels when you're sobbing, crying, or when you're so angry you want to punch something or when you're so excited about something you feel like you could actually take off and start flying. There's true energy to every feeling that we have so if we're if we're feeling any type of emotion and we're not allowing it to come out and manifest and to experience and feel it, it is getting stuck within our bodies. And this is when we start to get the belly aches and we get the headaches and we have trouble sleeping and then we get restless leg and then we get ulcers and, uh, and then we develop anxiety. And this is because we're not allowing our emotions to, to be felt, but move through them and don't become your emotions, so in in my discussion with this person also um you know I think about when I was in the process of selling my house and I'm thinking of this cuz I have a few people in my life who are in the process of wanting to move and it's just not going exactly as planned and I don't I don't know like we plans are meant to be broken right but I think that we like we decide okay this is what I want in my life this is what I want to do but there's either things aren't lining up the way you want them to or um, you can't quite make a decision of like which direction to go and I'll from my own experience when you're living in a house that you're finished living in and you're ready to move on and and you begin to feel stuck <laughs> and especially if you have made the action steps to move forward to move out of that home um, and this can apply to any area in your life. Is it the body you're living in? Is it the work that you're in? Um, is it just the state that you're in that you're done and you've decided I'm ready to move out of it. But when it's not when you're not moving forward in with ease and having things fall into place very easily, it's so it, we're so quick to become very frustrated and then we become frustrated that we're frustrated, right? We become frustrated that we're not moving forward the way. We want to, we become frustrated that things aren't happening the way they want to, or like coming to light that way we want to. But then we, then we get caught up in our emotions of, it just becomes a spiral of, um, You know, like if I, if I feel upset about this, if I have grief about this, if I'm frustrated about this, then I'm going to attract the frustration and the grief and no, yeah, you can feel pretty pissed off if like you're trying to sell your house and it's not selling or, you know, if you're ready to move out of your house, but there's, you know, the finances aren't in order to be able to move yet. You're allowed to feel frustrated. You're allowed to feel frustrated to see houses come on the market that are perfect for you, but you're not ready to move yet. And you have to watch it go you can feel that frustration you're allowed to have those emotions and that's a lot of what I'm trying to teach and instill in my own children to teach and instill in myself and be able to allow us to move through our feelings but not get stuck in them do not sit in your emotions and your feelings and then allow that to become your experience so sticking with the house example be frustrated that you're seeing a house come and go on the market that you don't get or feel frustrated that that showing said they don't like your house and they don't want to buy it. You're allowed to feel that grief and that emotion, but feel it and then move on. Move on and know that it's the experience, not the final destination to recognize like okay what what am i gaining from this that every emotion every experience that we have in our life is something in which we can learn that we have something that we can learn from every single thing that we experience that we can uh Gain so much from everything, even no matter how hard it is. But I want you to fully take away from this is to recognize that do not allow your emotions to become your experience, particularly the negative emotions. But know that the good emotions are just as fleeting. And it's recognizing that we are allowed to sit in a space to feel everything in each experience and that we have to find our presence in the experience and not be constantly stuck in looking at the end goal because it's going to make us crazy. Have you ever been in a space where you're ready to leave a job? or you're ready to become a parent, or you're ready to move, or you're ready to lose 50 pounds, and you step on the scale and you gained a pound, that you, that is what is, that specifically when you're looking at the end goal and you are presently where you are and you're no closer to that end goal, that's what's creating your frustration and your anger and your resentment. If you were mindful and present in your experience, then you would be able to experience the emotion of, I feel proud of myself because I woke up to work out every single day this week. I'm proud of myself that I chose the salad over the pizza or that I didn't have that drink or have that piece of cake or uh, you know, that I went for a walk and I listened to my body and I'm making good lifestyle changes. Then you would have the feeling of experiencing something good that the experience feels really good and you wouldn't be so caught on that end goal, which is making you feel bad. So recognize that it's this presence and the mindfulness that is going to shape your experience of also recognizing that I feel bad right now, but that's okay. And tomorrow I'm going to make new choices or tomorrow I'm going to wake up and choose to move forward with my feelings and show up and just simply be in the experience, right? Right. So, give yourself that permission to feel everything you're feeling and take yourself away from the end goal. Please stop looking at it constantly. And while we need to have a vision, we need to have a goal, we need to know where we're going so we can take our action steps, set your action steps up and be in them right now. Be where you are right now and take yourself stop putting so much pressure on yourself because that's what's creating such bad emotions all the time so know that you have the choice of how you're going to experience things and understand the value in experiencing and feeling everything because that is a part of our journey that's a part of why we're here that's a part of what how we get to learn things it's how all the pieces begin to come together we need to have the good with the bad we need to have the bad to experience the good and which leads me to my last point which um, can kind of tie things together uh, and it's something as always I learned through photography um, that what I have realized in photography is the more light you have the more shadow you have literally in photography and quite honestly it's often what creates the most dimension uh, the most creativity and the most interest visually in an image it it often creates and evokes the most emotion through the different light uh, and the extremes of the light to be able to have um, something backlit by a lot of light or to have direct light, creating big shadows and you can have shadow play. It just evokes so much emotion. When we have overcast flat light, while sometimes it can create an even light that can be simple to work with, it really um, gets rid of our our ability to see excitement in light. It It is, it's flat, it's boring it's um it doesn't give us a lot of dimension and and like i said it gets very boring there and you don't feel a lot it doesn't evoke a ton of feeling it, it's pretty it's all of that but uh it doesn't evoke a lot so know that in order to see the really beautiful to experience the beauty and light and the excitement and light uh visually and emotionally you need to have the shadows also so you really do have to have that good with the bad and to wish away the bad we're wishing away the good and we don't get a lot out of the flat and it's like living in a colorless world that we need the color to really enjoy it all and to experience it all and you have to have the good with the bad so allow yourself to feel the shadows and to see the shadows and remind yourself i can't have these shadows without having the light so enjoy all of it and see the beauty in all of it and know that it's all there so that's where i'll leave you i want to let you know that we have one spot left with the mom's retreat and i'd love for you to take that spot we are so excited to be filling the beds. so if you're interested please come uh, check out themomsretreat.com there is a link in my show notes be sure to be in touch with me at erin joyce co on instagram you can also check out my website AaronJoyceCo.com, and I think that's it I hope you all have an amazing week enjoy your light enjoy your shadows they all work together and make life what it is experience your life with with joy and with the not so great either because it what creates it all it's amazing to allow yourself feel it all and move through it have a good week treat others the way you want to be treated and I will talk to you soon